Welcome to another episode of Cadence in the Clouds. I am your host, Karen St. Hilaire, your resident life architect and purpose alchemist. This week we're talking about clearing that cash, recharging your superpowers, and being the best hero and brush hero that you can be. Let's get into it. Hey butterflies, how are you? Welcome to a new episode. I know I'm a little late, but I think that I'm on time for someone. And whoever that someone is, I hope you're ready to get some notes and get charged for your journey. Okay, I have a question. When was the last time that you stopped and checked your personal cash of self-care and renewal? You know, the cash, the box, you know, the... um the trunk that has all of your gadgets that helps you fight the enemy and get through life. When was the last time that you checked that cash? You know, the dictionary defines your cash as a hiding place that you conceal, you know, food and and money and weaponry and everything else. So when was the last time you checked that cash of self-care and personal renewal? That is an important, and it's so important. I can't stress this. I cannot stress it enough. That is very important. And today we're going to talk about just that. So remember, every superhero and shiro needs some downtime. Every last one needs a downtime. Everyone needs that minute when you put your cape up and you put your, your lasso away and you just relax and chill, recalibrate, plug into something and just recharge. So today we're going to talk about that. Apart from, you know, going to a therapist and going to the gym and 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 being you know um deliberate deliberate about financially providing for yourself this is you know the at-home self-care um um, topic that we're talking about today this episode was inspired by a recent health setback that i had two weeks ago so over the summer you know i felt my body talking to me and i wasn't listening and my body was like well if you think you're going to win good luck chicky and uh yeah i lost so i'm going to share with you what happened and right as i'm sharing i will allow you to not only get a glimpse into my world but see how i basically try to recalibrate myself and how it works for me and so you get an idea of how you can basically implement what i'm trying to share and um Figure out your own way and and put your own touch to it so that it can work for you to the best that it can so that you can be at your best, okay? So I want you to experience my ripping and running mess. So, you know, let's take this little walk together. I'm, I'm I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm always ripping and running. I want you to know about the business. I want you to retain my services. I want you to, um, you know, recommend me to other people. So you might, I want you to see my product, me, on social media. I am, you know, doing a speaking engagement. I'm working with a client. I'm working with a group. I'm working with a team. I'm ripping and running. You know, my brain, when I'm home, my brain is working overtime because I want to learn more about certain things. You know, the nerd in me, I think God created me as a nerd because of the downloads that I would get and my heightened sense of wanting to know and learn and continuously learn. And so I'm ripping and running. My brain is moving. My body is still, I'm still ripping and running. And then, you know, you have your social life. You want to be out and about and with your friends and celebrate life and, and even death and just celebrate um, individuals you're ripping and you're running all of these things all of these things deplete 
your superpowers. It depletes your strength. It depletes your energy levels. But we don't think about it because we're exercising, we're young, we're fit, we're in a great place. We don't think about the little things in life that deplete our energy. You know, I suffer from a discomfort that uh, allows me or requires me, I should say, to take two leaves at least four times a day for five days. And I've been doing this for a few years. And if you could think about it, you might be saying, ouch. And if you are saying ouch, it's because you know that this thing is tearing away at my lining, um, my stomach lining. And I'm not thinking about it. I just want the pain to be over. And Aleve does the job. Motrin is okay. Tylenol, no. It's like psychosomatic, right? I know what works and I know what I want to take. Double that with, um, in the beginning of the summer, after I ran the, every time I run the halves, when I'm about two weeks out of the half marathon, I want to eat everything. I want to eat it all. Give it to me. I want a double portion of it and I will consume a double portion. But I do keep running and I do keep exercising so it doesn't show on the bate, right? And so um, I started experiencing acid reflux and it got progressively worse, but I really wasn't thinking about it. And you know, I'm your 100% pure Caribbean gal and I love my Caribbean food around Labor Day weekend in New York City and I was eating it hot, as in spicy hot. Um, and I was eating it um, cold, spicy cold and just really spicy. So the week of Labor Day, um, I experienced a setback the the Wednesday night I went to bed and I woke up at 2 a.m. in like severe pain and you know I have a high threshold for pain so I'm like ah let me take two leaves and drink some room temperature water and everything will be fine I did that Thursday morning I woke up still with some discomfort and I'm like mm, this is a little different if this doesn't stop by late morning I'm going to the urgent care mm-mm no, uh, honey, my body was like, you still playing? You playing these away games, young lady, and I'm not here for you. So, boom, 10 a.m. hits, and I feel like I'm having a heart attack. I mean, I can't breathe. I can't move. I found my way downstairs into an Uber. I'm like, okay, I'm going to Brooklyn. No, no. I ended up at Lenox Hill, you know, the emergency room. They did an EKG, and I have this Apple Watch that I love dearly. I mean best gift I ever received one of the best gifts but it's like a lifesaver for me and this thing was not buzzing so I'm not thinking okay your watch isn't buzzing so you're not having an irregular heartbeat so that means it's not a heart attack what I'm not thinking about that I'm like I'm having a heart attack so they do the EKG and that's not working and then they put the IV and let, let's stop right there this girl can't do no one's needles now I'm not here for the needles mm -mm. no no ma'am no sir so they go in there, they snatch the blood samples and all the other samples that they needed and they flushed my system with something, made me feel a little better, nice and warm. And then um, throughout the day, I'm in the ER and I'm texting my friends and I'm texting my family. I'm like, this is where I am. And different responses came in from different people. And, you know, as to tell them this, ask for this and ask for that, my... um 
my sister Lisa and my cousin Trisha really pushed me through it as far as what they know about the medical industry and how they were helping me ask the right questions and you know to to glean for more information um seven hours later i leave the er and i head home i get home and i knew that i was going to be you know down and out for at least three or four days i did something that i rarely do for three days and it went a little something like this Yeah, it's called silence. It was this pregnant pause that I needed to insert into my everyday ripping and running lifestyle. I needed to stop. I needed to pause. And for three days, I basically started thinking, processing, and assessing. What you thinking, processing, assessing, okay? Let me help you understand. Let me unpack this for you. When you're going through anything that you feel like it's a crisis in your life. Now, here's my thing. A crisis for me may be a little setback for you, maybe a speed bump for you, but it's a crisis for me. And you can't take away the fact that there's a crisis for me, right? And so, and we have to think about that when we deal with people, like what they deem to be a crisis for them. It's theirs, you know, allow them to go through their spiel or their life crises as you may say as long as it's not something that they're like oh death is upon me and it's not and so it allowed me to stop and just think about who was in the sandbox with me who was on and in season who was in season with me at that time and so there were a lot of folks who just because of the nature of our relationships i felt like they should have been a little bit more in season and you can stop right there and say this chick is selfish no actually not because if you know that you're in a certain headspace with certain people and they're in certain you know we have this different compartments where we place people in our lives and if you don't you know listen to you should read my book the divine butterfly um it's available on amazon we talk about your squad you need to know where you place people in your life where do they sit where should they stay and where should you not move them from and if you're in that special place in the holy of holies and you don't give me holy of holy response you got to be removed and sometimes so i it allowed me to stop it, I, I replaced some folks. I, I had to relocate some people. I had to, you know, just think about what was going on. I really felt like I was having a Kidron Valley moment. Um, in that, my book, I talked about the Gethsemane moments. This Kidron Valley moment, um, you can look up the Kidron Valley. It's, uh, I was just in a place of gloom and just like despair because I'm like okay I'm an only child I'm this and that and I've curated these relationships and friendships and, and, and invested in them and some of them are not yielding you know what they should um, to the level um, at the level of where the relationships are and I discussed it with some friends and they were like well you know maybe you're being a little too hard I thought about it and I was like nah I'm not being hard it's just but it allowed me to stop and think and reassess and process. And part of the processing um, dealt with how I deal with my business and my work, how I deal with clients, how I, you know, put so much time into building this um, Karen St. Helena Incorporated and what I'm yielding from it and how I should pause for a second, pump my brakes, you know, think about myself and make sure that I'm okay and make sure that life is okay. Uh, because we don't think about that when we're trying to climb that wall to success, right? We just want to get up that wall, you know? And so 
part of getting up the wall is taking a hit, pausing and seeing if you have some weight that you need to unload. And when you unload that weight, you can keep moving because some things and some energies will hold you back and they will deplete your superpower. It will deplete your power pack and you'll have an issue. So let me tell you about some of these issues that I was having. While I am in this hospital, I am unable to breathe, right? Um, while I'm home, I come home up until I would say a week and a half later, I was having a problem taking a deep breath because it my lungs were just like constricted. And so breathing was just a chore. To think about it is a little scary because I kept trying to take a deep breath. So I run. I couldn't run. I couldn't work out. I had to change my diet a little bit. And where I thought I was getting better by the Sunday, uh huh, no, I got worse. And because I started trying to move around, thinking that, you know, I'm that chick, I can make it happen, y'all. No, no, no. Sometimes even those of us, the sheroes, need to sit down and hang up our capes. I say that with clenched teeth. I'm talking to myself and to you listening to this podcast. And so I was having an issue breathing. I was having an issue taking a nap. Like I sleep in a certain position. I could not lay in that position up until maybe two days ago because, you know, it was just pain. I found myself in fetal position many times. At one point I was in baby's pose and like, oh my gosh, this is bad, you know, downward dog, everything, not doing yoga, but just so I would not be in pain. And there's some people you want to call to do certain things and you just couldn't get it done. But my body was saying to me, I need you to stop. I need you to stop. Stay here in downward dog and not move, young lady. And in there, meditation came through. I had to meditate my way through. It was like, I don't want to take any of these meds, but I had to, and I, I still am. I don't want to feel this pain. I was going through it. And you know what? I don't like the fact that I have no control over what's happening to me. So I started meditating. And as I meditated, I started planning a vacation. So it was like medication, meditation, and vacation. All the Asians happened in this nation during the process of these two weeks. And also getting to a place where I was unloading my truck so that I can, you know, keep climbing and keep walking because my purpose journey is still going on and I feel as though I had to get lighter in the process. So yeah, that happened to me and that was my medical setback. And I am now going to share with you what I learned because I feel that every time we go through a situation, when the smoke clears, we need to be able to figure out what the lesson was and how we implement the lessons. It's one thing to learn a lesson, but you got to implement the lesson. If you don't implement the lesson, what's the sense of you knowing what's going on, right? All right, so I'm going to share with you what I learned right after my commercial break. All right. Hey, guys, how are you? I hope that you have visited my website, www.karensthilaire.com. I am promoting a U 2.0 workshop that I have created. And let me tell you something about this workshop. It's really about you and your brand. And I don't mean your brand like the visual brand. I don't mean the brand that you post on social media or how you package it and how you look and what events you go to. Nuh -uh. I always do the personal 
personal work and the behind the scenes work. Yes, that means you and I sit and I actually present you with this um, personal profile that you take some time and you fill out and it generates your top five 10 words and we basically sit down and we assess those words and create the 2.0 version of your descriptives that is right you can't go wanting to sound like oprah and look like oprah and be oprah ain't nobody hiring you because oprah's already here they do want to know what you bring to, to the table and how you describe it your strong points and your weak points who are you 2.0. So I implore you to visit www.karensaintlaire.com and check out this uh, session and book it with me today. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, so what did I learn during that time? Y'all, let me tell you something. I'm always learning a lesson. I'm always reading. I'm always researching. I'm a learning. And did I learn a lot during this downtime? Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. And so I realized that I became super duper highly sensitive to people's energies. Oh my gosh. So if you've read the Celestine prophecy or have any idea about it, if you don't, you can Google it and look on YouTube. It's by James Redfield, I believe it is. Yo, I was super sensitive, hypersensitive to people's energies. I was hypersensitive to the universe's energy. And remember now, so my walls are down, right? So all of my protective gear were depleted. My power pack was at zero. I'm down. I'm like, that's before I even got medicated. That's before I even took the hit. I'm walking around because I was already, listen, when you fall, that's the fall. You were, you were going down for a minute. Like, you were like fainted, but it was slow motion, right? It's a slow motion fake. Mm, poof. So I was like, mm, and I may have been in that space for maybe two, three, four weeks, maybe a month, maybe two months. Who knows? And so people would do certain things. And for some reason, I would turn and look and go, this is wrong. This looks a little sketchy. This looks a little blurry. Oh my gosh. And you on the outside might be like, okay, you're being really extra. You're being really sensitive. Oh my God, what is wrong with you? You on some woe is me crap. What's that about? No, they're right. They are right. But if you're standing in the space, you're going through, you're doing that to me. Oh my God. This is how you feel about me. This is the outlook. Oh, this is happening? Why is this happening? Oh, I don't deserve this. Oh my goodness. You are highly sensitive to everything that's happening around you. Nothing can ricochet off of you because everything has been depleted because you were not listening to your body. You were not listening to the signs that it gives you and not paying attention, right? And your cash is on zero. Hence the question at the top of the podcast, when was the last time that you revisited your cash to see where your um, levels are. <clears throat> you need to know where your levels are. So the heightened, sensitive, uh, heightened sensitivities for light workers can be brutal. It can be really brutal because we cannot, we can't filter anything out. If someone is throwing shade at you, we know exactly what level of shade they're throwing, even if they try to say it's a joke. It, we, we see energy so clearly, good, bad, and indifferent. And that's, that gets to a point where we internalize everything. And when that happens, when we internalize it, we then get to dissect it. So now we're looking at our friendships and something that may not have been that serious. We're looking at it as a detriment because we're like, 
on some like self-preservation and protection and nothing else is around us to save us so now it's just your brain and your lack of willpower and maybe the fear factors that you have maybe some of the um you know setbacks that you've experienced you they become heightened and now they become a replay and you're looking to see oh is this person trying to do this to me again you know where you feel that you are not where you feel that you are not fully capable of handling certain things you know where you lack your lack becomes heightened every everything that happens to you is in a heightened state it's on 10 and that's when you're like oh you team too much you're team too much because nothing is there to protect you so there it's like you're gasping for air literally and figuratively and no one can see it but you and you're doing it in all the realms every last realm that you work in you're doing it at that point and it's crazy so be clear when people say you know you might be team too much you might be doing team too much but for their natural eyes you are team too much and you don't only have to be a light worker to experience this any one of us can experience it sometimes people do stuff to us or life happens that we just take that hit and there's nothing we're like on our tush or on the floor and you're like, you know what? I'm not even going to scrape this dust off of me. I'm, gonna take, I'm just going to lay here. I'm just going to lay here because there's nothing I can do about it. That doesn't mean that you're weak. That doesn't mean that you're lacking. That means that you're tired. You're tired and you're sensitive and you can go through that. It's okay. It's okay. We all go through it at some point. You know, um... You know when you're on the computer or you're working on something and your document automatically, you're in Word and you're typing a document, it doesn't matter if you're on a PC or on a Mac, and it automatically saves, there's an automatic save that happens when you're typing a document. Okay, those moments and those glitches of, of automation, we go through that. And that's this highly sensitized times, right? Your body stops. Have you ever noticed that you're sitting with some people and you may just zone out for two or three minutes or not two or three minutes, two or three milliseconds? That's your autosave. That's your autosave, right? So if you were a computer or anything, someone can go back to that cache and look at it and go, hey, oh, yeah, they were thinking about this and they might have deleted it or not. It sounds crazy, but when you think about it, you're like, yeah, I do. I do tune out a little bit. I do. I'm paying attention, but I'm not paying attention. I'm trying to listen to two things, but somewhere in the middle, there's a dead space. You're trying to reboot. You're trying to recalibrate. And when your cash and your superpowers are on E, no, that ain't happening. No, that ain't happening. Not a one. Let it go and forget it. And so I wanted to share a tip, some tips with you, like three tips of self-care, um, but not in a physical sense, right? Self-care should not just be relegated to you going to the gym or paying for workouts, paying for a therapist and et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like, yes, going to the gym is important. Yes, having a therapist is important. All these things are top notch and we need them. However, part of sometimes self-care can be like when you created that whole, um, facial scrub from sugar and olive oil when you created that hair mask because you have a natural and you want to bring the brightness back to your um back to your hair so you looked in your cupboard and you found some stuff some of that self-care is in your cupboard in the kitchen some of that self-care is in your closet it's in your bathroom it's in your living room yeah and we're going to touch on some of them today um I will not say that you don't need, again, I am not saying, so don't come for me, that you don't need the therapists and the working out and everything 
everything else, but you do need to know how to have self-care on the go. Okay, it's like making your coffee in the morning on a Keurig and you go into the shower. You need to be able to have self-care on the Keurig and go into the shower. Oh, yes. I just self-care on a Keurig. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you need to have it at any given moment like this. Snap. And pull on it. Um, if you've seen some pictures of me and those of you who know me know I wear these um, prayer bracelets. And um, they're not just for... Um, cosmetics uh, you know they're not just accessories that I wear sometimes I need them and I'm so I'm claustrophobic and I live in New York City and I take the subway at any given time that subway can stop in a tunnel I've been hypnotized so I I have maybe about 10-15 minutes to give them once it goes past that we got problems Houston there's a whole lot of problems going on and so I'm able to pull out my um, my beads but I'll talk about that in a second okay so when you have your cache if you look in your cache and it's down and you know not necessarily not necessarily to E because the point is not to get to E but it's on yellow so it's green yellow and red so it's on yellow okay I want you to now before I continue get a paper and a writing instrument or your phone or whatever you're going to um, use and I want you to write these down I want you to note these down if you're having a really bad day and you've had a hard time getting a handle of yourself or any situation try the following things I wrote them down for you guys because I wanted to remember it a listen to some music what Listen to music. Yes, listen to some music. So some of you have an Android and the rest of us have iPhones. Um, you can go into the playlist creation section and create a playlist for yourself. And in this playlist, you have songs that speaks to certain situations. So you should have a variety of playlists. So we, I have a workout playlist. I have a running playlist. They're different. Yes, I will borrow somebody's playlists. And then you can create the playlist that you want to listen to while you're like relaxing. If it's a long shower, if it's a bath, one that if you're laying in the bed and you're reading a book, you just want to hear some music. Some people say it's jazz. Some people says that good old Anita Baker mm, R&B and those playlists come to play at the right moments for you right they set a tone they set the atmosphere for you well you need a playlist for when the time gets hard when you're working and you're trying to get the job done I have one called Pitbull in a skirt and that's one that's for grit that one is for grit. That's like the fighting song. Like you've got the energy. I got the power. It's don't break my heart. I have those, right? And and then I have the ones when I'm all about meditation. And even if my mind is wandering, the music is there. So it always brings me back when I can basically center myself back into, into position. And so you need to create a playlist for yourself. You need to have a list of music. Name it for the situation so that you know if stuff is happening like if you're stuck on the train you know to go through the breathing sections you know to go through the get through section and um i am going to create a playlist yes i am i did one the last time some of you loved it i'm going to create one and i have been looking at the metrics for the podcast and a lot of you are using spotify so i will be sure to make sure i add this um playlist on spotify and if you have none of the above you can email me at karen at karensanghilaire.com and i will send you the link to the music okay so it's all about listening to music creating a playlist secondly 
Think happy thoughts. What, Karen? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Think happy thoughts. So last January, my Tinker Tinker, my, my little niece people, turned 16. Best time of my life. Okay. And my cousins and I threw the bashment for her. And it was like a sleepover with her friends. Um, rented an Airbnb in Miami. That was a very happy time for me and if i am experiencing downtime or i'm just in a kidron valley moment i will basically go to the photo album that i created with the pictures from that weekend and enjoy it. the little girls looking at my little stinker from when she was born to being a 16 year old her sisters my cousins my family and that brings a smile to my face that warms my heart that changes my attitude there are times that i put thought to to um I bring thought to the foreground as opposed to pictures, right? I will remember when I was um, driving down a highway and it was a wooded areas and all I could hear were the trees rustling in the wind or the times when I was in Cuba when the waves were hitting the beach. These things calm my soul. It brings a sense of normalcy to me. It brings a sense of, it's not flatlining, but it just, Equanimity. It brings a sense of equanimity to my world. And I need to be able to always have that, to use it for my best interest. So that when I am crashing, happy thoughts come in. When I'm not feeling great, happy thoughts come in. Because let's be clear, once you start thinking happy thoughts, you are now activating these enzymes within your system, within your body that just start moving around and pumping you up. You know what I mean? So you've had music and you have happy thoughts and last but not least you need to have i hope you read my book because it's in there created a mantra the mantra that you created recite it recite it and hey the mantra does not have to be a long paragraph a soliloquy it can be two words it can be a sentence it can be a short phrase it can be something that you heard before and when you heard it it inspired you and you can just attach it to your mantra on board uh i wear um like i said before i wear these um accessories but they're like really prayer bracelets and when i get stuck on the train i take those things out and i have some music on and i pray my way through i, I repeat a mantra over and over and over and over again listen one of my mantras from last summer was um cool like a summer breeze cool like a summer breeze why because i think people were annoying me and i was like you know what it's gonna be cool like a summer breeze and it got to a point where when I said that, I would laugh and I would chuckle because I'm like, ain't no cool summer breeze in New York, but I'm going to find one. I know what one feels like. And guess what? If I was standing in one, I wouldn't be pressed. And so that became my mantra for certain things. Uh, and there are times when when you say this mantra and if you see it and like you're really in a funky place, it centers you back to what's important. It takes you back to a, why did I create this? It takes you to the place where you created it and the why. And sometimes we always talk about the greater why. There's always a greater why. Why did you create this? And why did you think it was going to be a good mantra? And when you remember that, whatever the situation is that you're in becomes a less of an issue. It becomes less of an issue. So self-care is important. Self-care is so important. And the ones that we can basically pull out of our back pockets are equally as important as the one that we pull out our monies to pay for okay so 
Hey guys, I have another commercial. So I am blessed with the gift of being able to pour into people and build with people. Um, and I have created a program called Talk 60. So for 60 minutes, you and I get to have a conversation where you pick my brain about your purpose journey and a project that you're working on. If it's a vision, pro if it's a vision and a purpose project that you know that God gave to you nine times out of 10, I always say in my book, The Divine Butterfly, that there's someone else that can speak to it. And if you and I are working together, I know that I can speak to it. So for 60 minutes, you and I can engage in a conversation about your purpose, passion, and vision journey. So visit my website, www.karensandhilaire.com, and book your session with me today. Okay, so I really hope that you enjoyed this um, podcast. It's all about self-care. And let me go over what you need to do because it's in your house. It can be in your house, it's at your job, it's on the train, it's while you're walking with friends. You can listen to music. You can create a playlist that'll, that will allow you to recalibrate and get to that good space. You can make sure you implement happy thoughts into your space. And sometimes you may be like, I can't think of happy thoughts, Karen. Ain't nobody thinking about no happy thoughts. Curate an album on your phone. Doesn't matter what phone you, every phone has a photo album. Make it happen. Um, create a separate album on your phone with great pictures screenshot and screen grab some some pictures that you see on instagram don't screen grab people that you don't get along with so they'll think that you're trying to mess with them now let's not be messy in the situation but screen grab like um, mantras that you see and or inspiration that you see that moved you so that you can go back to look at them while you're going through any situation and don't forget to create a mantra and recite it when necessary because when life gets crazy, when people get crazier than life, you need to be able to keep your bearings and stand your ground and speak your truth and be your truth, right? And when people take you off kilter, you can't be none of the above. So when you prepare yourself for it or you have um, your, your, your weapons in place, you have your weapons in place then you are able to fight any battle but that means your cash is on green baby and your superpower belt is on and you can put your cape back on and go huh you said what now let me say this mantra before we have a little problem in the situations okay so i'm i i'm really hoping that you enjoyed this podcast um i hope that this podcast gave you some tidbits so that you can you know, have a better way of dealing with situations when they come up. And I want you to be able to share this information with a friend. So, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter at KarenHSingHilaire.com. I will continue to talk about what we talked on our website. Uh, what we, I will continue to talk about what we discussed on this podcast. Also, I would love to hear from you. You can leave a comment below or you can do as you usually do, slide into my DM. And with that, I thank you so much. Please share and have a great day.